Hello. We are glad you found us. Please sit back, relax and enjoy the show. Welcome to When Life Attacks. Hey, Jim. This is Travis. How are you? I'm good. And of course, I'm Jim Hamilton. I'm Travis. This is a... It's been a really boring week for me. Why? uh, Just, uh... It's that time of year that uh, all my bills drop. All the big bills drop right now. And it sucks, because September and October are my two most favorite months out of the year. And that's when I just get blitzed with all of my additional addendum bills, if you will. Car insurance, license renewal, all that fun stuff. Oh, my NHL Game Center comes, you know, comes out this year or this time of the year. So that just came out of my wallet. Did you buy the new NHL? 17? Came out Tuesday, last Tuesday? I haven't been able to even buy the game because I just had to pay for my subscription for the upcoming upcoming capital season. So I was... Oh, okay. So when you said yeah, NHL, so like, your package on DirecTV. It's not DirecTV. I've got the, um, the Game Center app, so I can watch it on my phone, my tablet, my PlayStation. Dedicated uh, fan. That way I get to watch my Caps games. Except for, oh, I pay 131 a year, and then uh, there's still the blackout. But fortunately... I'm not a Minnesota Wild fan because if I was a Minnesota Wild fan living in Minnesota, every single game on there would get blacked out. Yeah, they want you to watch it local. Because it's all, yep, the local thing. So me being an out-of-state fan, and specifically since the Caps are in the East and the Wild are in the West, they only play the Wild twice a year. So that's only two games a year that I have that blackout. Why are they blacking and, it out if it's mobile? It's uh, supposed to be portable. I know. Well, that's just what pisses me off. You I don't got know. your fucking blood money. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You got the money from us. And then there was a settlement last year. Apparently, we settled for, um, we, the subscribers of this, uh, I think we settled for something like a uh, 5 or 10% drop in price. Or no, they allow you to do a la carte now by team, which I didn't do. I just, just in case I have friends over that are fans of other teams. That way they can watch. On your phone? On my PlayStation, which is on my TV. Okay. All right. I was, I was picturing two of you holding the same cell phone. <laughs> well, when I'm at work, I'll sneak those in. That's when the phone comes in handy. Right. So, but yeah, so that, that just, you know, you're paying that much money and then you're going to black people out. So for people, for, so if, for example, we're in Minnesota and mm-hmm. you're a Minnesota Wild fan, does not pay to have this. But if you're like me in a transplant, and so for me, you know, I'm a Washington Capitals fan, it, it's worth it. You fairly get your money. Because even the one, one of the two blackout games, I'm going to be attending that live anyway. You know when the Caps come to Minneapolis, you know, technically St. Paul, that's where they play. Uh, you know when they come to play the Wild, you know I'm going to be at that game. I think it's the most narrow-sighted, ridiculous way to look at marketing your team. 
Because obviously the, the stadium only holds so many people. Most of the time the damn thing's sold out. You're trying to build advertising revenue. You're trying to show viewership. Right. The people that are going to want to buy this on a mobile app, they're going to want to like, hey, I want to watch a team. Having it blacked out, I, it, it is of no benefit. Right. Well, and then, oh, oh, and then it's on the NHL app, right? That's literally the app I have. It's the NHL app, and it's connected through the NHL network and all that fun stuff. Guess what, though? If your team's on the NHL network that night, blacked out. Where is the NHL in popularity now? Like the sixth most popular sport? Fifth, maybe? Yeah, I, I don't know. It's definitely in the United States. It's definitely not top three. Uh, no way. Maybe four? Maybe, maybe four? Don't bring pro wrestling into that because it slips down to, what, <laughs> sixth or seventh? Yeah. I, well, I know this much. If you go to the ESPN site, uh, it used to have a thing at the top for NHL, like a quick link. That's mm-hmm. not even there anymore. <laughs> Sorry, fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it just makes no sense to me and then yeah people are paying through nhl to watch this and then you're gonna black out the games when it's on nhl yeah. national and you can't watch those games for a full 48 hours not even from the start time so say okay it's monday today uh say the game starts at seven you can't even get it wednesday at seven o'clock the four after the 48 it's 48 hours after the game ends so and who gives a shit at that so time anyway? Yeah, you already know the score, but say you're that hardcore, okay? And your team's on a road trip in fucking Vancouver, because those are always the games that start late. Vancouver, L.A. So by the time that game is over, say it goes into a shootout. By the time you're even able to watch it Wednesday night after the blackout, if you have a day job like me, you're already in fucking bed. So you can't watch it even Wednesday night, the freshest time that you'll get to watch it. You've pretty much painted... Zero circumstance. Most people would watch it. Yeah. So unless you're like so hardcore, you feel the need to scout your own team, right? Game by game, right? And I have fans like that. Or if you do fantasy hockey, and one of the reasons I keep it, I, I do do fantasy hockey, and that's you know, yeah, okay, say what you will, but that's why I keep the full team whoa, package whoa, whoa, whoa. too. Say what you will. Say what you will. Do you know how much shit I get for that? And I'm in Minnesota. I'm in the fucking state of hockey and people give me shit about it. Why? Uh, well, you do fantasy hockey, man. Dude, it's just too much. It's too much. You got to update your roster every day, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah, I'm in Minnesota in the fucking dead of winter. I really don't have better fucking things to do in the dead of winter. Those people can lick my balls. Fuck that. So yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Jim. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So I think my draft's actually in two weeks from today. So we need to figure out that day, that week when we're recording the show. You could probably do the draft live from here. <laughs> T- take Maybe. your listeners through it. The, uh, well, the individual uh, show that I did two weeks ago when you left my balls in the wind, my uh, roommates were actually, if you hear, you can hear in the background some background noise. That was them having their fantasy football draft. Fantasy football, another fun thing to participate in. Yeah. So for me, you know, doing the hockey, the fantasy hockey, it helps to have that package because then I can go, all right, ooh, this guy's on, okay, Zini, what's he been doing lately? And I got all the stats. And then uh, one nice thing that they do do is like after the game, they'll give you like a quick like five-minute version of the game. And at that point, you already know the score. That's all you need anyway. Show me the goals. Show me the saves. All right, cool. So, so I'm cool with paying it. It's just... The time of year it falls on sucks for me because this is when I want to be out doing things. I can't. Another thing I got to pay for uh, coming up in October, my car tags are up. 
Minnesota has some fucked up laws when it comes to uh, paying for tags. For me, I'm going to pay the minimal because my car is old as fuck. But now, didn't your wife just pay like some insane? Yeah, that was, uh, let's see, in her bracket, her tags are, because it's the manufacturer's price. Right, That's what they right. It's like the top price. So uh, her tags were $711. Plus, we had a. Uh, there's some other fees there. Or these are the fees that had you kind of grumpy. Well, there's one specific fee. But go had, ahead. There's a six dollar filing fee. There's a one dollar technology filing surcharge. fee. Aren't you already paying this uh, government employee to file? That's what you're paying them to do is to file. Well, there's a six dollar fee that go because we have independent people that can. Um, that aren't necessarily part of the DMV that can offer these services via the Department of Motor Vehicles. So the DM, so basically, these people are actually doing the DMV a favor because they're taken away from the DMV getting all plugged up with well, these additional people. Yeah, I don't really understand it. I'm a transplant like you, but I was told that some of these things are privately owned but contracted through the DMV to provide the service, and some of these fees are to pay them for doing the DMV's work. Uh-huh. Kind of one of those yeah, deals. Yeah, so we're basically, it's a convenience. So you're it, subsidizing it's ticket, that. It's Ticketmaster. Yeah. They're Ticketmaster. Exactly. Us. That would be the filing fee, the technology surcharges for shit and sure. Uh, I actually, Ticketmaster yeah, deal. I actually, I had a bunch of buddies in from out of town this week, speaking of fucking Ticketmaster, um, to go see the band Ween. Um, college buddies of mine from Wisconsin. Ween was like our huge band in college. You know, you fucking went to college and, my school, you fucking listen to Ween. We're going to probably have to open the show with that because nobody knows who they are. So you better <laughs> pick the best Ween song and we'll start the show with that. <laughs> I, I, the best or the most popular? Um, I don't know. I'll figure that out later. But a uh, <laughs> ticket for Ween, uh, last time I saw him was about 13 years ago at First Ave. And a ticket for Ween was probably you paid no more than 25 30 bucks after everything's all said and done yeah, it feels heavy but okay but i mean they were selling out first ab they can sell out you know like it's and it's a good fucking show they go and rock for three I'm not hours being, i'm not being shitty towards the band you like i'm just saying you know 20 years ago 30 bucks for a first ab ticket seems kind of heavy yeah like i said 20 to 30 all right and mm. that, that was the range so now it's jumped up to 60 because they haven't played live in some like 10 years and I went online to get a ticket, and after Ticketmaster got their hooks and claws into it, it was a fucking hundred dollars. I'm sorry, I fucking I love the band Ween. They were easily one of my favorite bands in my early to mid twenties, and they always have a special place in my heart. But can't fucking afford to pay a hundred dollars to go see Ween. Not when I'm dealing with a hundred thirty-one dollars for NHL um, blackout restrictions. I'm paying these people $6 filing fees. Oh, and I'm also paying these people for essentially, what's the fee called? Um, I, I call it wheelage. It's a wheelage tax. This is also a fee that could be called having parts of your vehicle that should be on your vehicle fee. We're getting taxed for basically having our vehicle have all the parts it should have. Is that, is that the nature of the tax? Is that the spirit of it? Wheelage? When yeah. I hear wheelage, I'm hearing, we're charging you because you have wheels on your fucking car. So now me, being fucking me, what do I want to do? This makes me want to invent the hover car so much harder. I just want to show up there and be like, okay, so we got a, this wheelage fee, right? What, what is that? 
That's that's for for, for uh, my wheels. I don't know if this answers the question, but this is the way the state of Minnesota answers the question. You tell me. A wheelage tax is a $10 tax that is levied by the county board of commissioners on vehicles kept in their county when not in operation and that are subject to annual registration and taxation under Chapter 168. Okay, what's 168? Fucking here and ask that. So, anyway, for me, uh, I don't hear that. I hear just, you have wheels on your fucking car, we're taxing them. So I say... I'm going to fuck you. I'm inventing the hover car. I'm going to come to your fucking DMV or your ticket master site. And I'm just going to say, so what, what is this wheelage fee? Oh, my car wheels. My, my car doesn't have wheels. Well, you, like what happened? What would happen actually if you just took the wheels off of your car? No. <laughs> just let it set. Could you be like, well, my car has no fucking wheels. Yeah, no, that's not going to work because the wheelage tax is basically only called the wheeler tax or wheelage tax in this instance. So the county can maintain county roads in vehicles that reside within it. Uh, So basically they're saying your car has wheels on it. Therefore, your wheels fuck up our roads. So this is... There's a high probability that you will operate your car far more within the county that you live in. Therefore, you will pay a surcharge to live in this county on that car operating within that county of $10. Thank you very much. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, if you called it a road tax, I'd probably be more cool with that. Cause, okay, it's the vernacular. That's, that's the problem. The vernacular is a huge problem. Okay. Because if you just called it a road tax, I'm cool with In my county, it's $5. The wheelage tax is $5 um, versus the 10 that you're... So, certain counties are 10. Certain counties are each... Uh, there's only five counties that have it uh, from what I was reading. My county is a $5 county. And if you tell me that it's a road fee, like, hey, just chip in your five bucks a year to help us fix the roads. No problem. Although I do have beef with how you fix the roads. Holy shit. In front of my house, you know where I live. Out in the This is kind of effed. This is kind of effed because it's a lot of money when you add it all up. You know, they're getting another 25 bucks out of you. Yeah, they're ticket mastering you. And so you've got a, you know, you've got $50 for your tags and then they gave, well, there's another 25 bucks here that you didn't, you weren't aware of that are going to hit you. So now all of a sudden it's $75 to have a 12 year old car. Yeah. I think when you're driving a 12 year old car, you aren't exactly swimming in it. No. So. No, uh, there's a reason I still have my O2, <laughs> you know, my car is 14 years old, folks. There's a reason my car is 14 years old. Okay. Outside of like the tape deck. You know, that's a, that's a huge bonus for me for keeping my car. I get to listen to my Baby Island cassette that they so great, coolly sent us. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, outside of that, well, in the steering wheel, the model of cars that I drive, uh, they've changed their steering wheel setup since, and I don't like the new steering wheel setup. It's more of like a Y shape, and I just find it intrusive. Uh, but you're bitching and whining. My wife and I are going to dump almost 800 bucks into this bullshit tax. Right. Driving a car that ultimately is going to be less wear and tear on the road. It's not going to break down. It's not going to be leaking fluid. It's not going to be anything. Right, right, And you guys are going to pay them. Essentially, Minnesota is saying, don't buy a new car. Two bucks a day, two to three dollars a day charge tax just to drive on the roads with this car. And you're not even driving every one of those days. For me, I have stay-at-home days where I don't even drive. You fucking hit and hit, don't you? Yeah. There's the sales tax on your food. There's all of these license taxes. There's property. Yeah. I bitch about. See, I like to bitch about property. Yeah, taxes. yeah. They piss me I, off. I'm not a landowner, so. 
property it's, owner. It's thing after thing after thing. And when you look at it, you, you legitimately have like a, a hotel stay. <laughs> right. If you eliminated all these little dings, right? You rented the car and you rented the apartment. How would you be ahead? Right. Would know. you? I don't know. I don't know. Is That'd be something to look into. Is ownership bullshit? It could be. Because I feel... Maybe feel at like least in this state. I feel like it's kind of bullshit. It could be. I don't know. I would like to <clears throat> tell you what. That's your homework assignment for, uh, for next week's show. You want me to figure out? I want you to cheaper? crunch these numbers. It was, it's kind of like that episode of Seinfeld where they try to figure out how to work the uh, 10 cent uh, recycling deposit from uh, the state of Michigan. I will write this down. And they, they crunch all the numbers. Chore for Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Figure out a way to beat ownership. Uh, I got a really random, weird text from you. I, last week we were talking about uh, getting you on this, you know, this podcast that you're cranked about for your football squad. Speak, Speak of, of the, the devils. devils. Speak of the devils. So we put a little call to arms together for you know our little fan base. Hey, let's try to get Travis on with his buddies. You know, And it's not a huge huge podcast they're they're bigger than us but they're modest in size a couple thousand people listen to them every week i mean they're sponsored they they've been doing it a while they are the premier podcast i mean if you're going to listen to a podcast on sun devil football listen to these guys they are the best i listen to a lot of podcasts on sun devil football i've heard i've seen them come i've seen them go and this one is the best it is the premier podcast for sun devil football one of our fans started a fucking petition to make this. He happen. started a fucking petition. So there's a petition out there. Why didn't you just ask him? Like, reach out to the guys at Speak of the Devil and oh, say, Oh, they did hey, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not they. Why didn't you? Oh, why didn't I? Why didn't you privately reach out? Hey, guys, I'm interested in being on your show. We have a show. Let's work something out. All of a sudden, you're hitting them with a petition. They're probably going to be like, fuck off. Yeah, probably. I don't know what happened to me, man. I just kind of went nuts on the show last week. And I didn't really think it through. I just kind of really want to be on the show, and and I kind of just started spouting my mouth. And Your own personality, if this was happening at our show, would be to tell that person to fuck themselves, <laughs> possibly. But Bye. now you're the person trying to force your. You didn't. You wouldn't even politely ask. Like, hey, fellas, you mind? I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. This is very Russian of you. You're just Etiquette. moving in. <laughs> Well, you know, it was just sitting there for the t- taking. I figured I had to go in and take it. Um, yeah, I, 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 I went a little nuts. Sorry about that. I. It probably, reminds me of one of those things where, you know, you go to all this extra effort and the person just looks at you like, well, you just could have asked and I would have done it. <laughs> yeah. Now it's fucking weird. So right, right, right. Dick off. Yeah. You, you could have just asked me for a piece of gum instead here, you know, trying to figure out the best way to take it. The fan, though, that did this for us who was who? Uh, that was my cousin. Your cousin. My cousin Goose. I, I love the... I love the loyalty, right? Yeah, yeah, he's he's hardcore. But he went to right to sledgehammer mode. <laughs> he did. He went because you know I didn't tell anyone to start a petition or anything. Just you know, hey, go online, say you know, Travis McFalls for Speak of the Devil, and boom, he's at it. He's blowing him up. He's checking it. him out. I read it. Now I'm he signs I'm, a petition. Yeah, he gets a petition going. So now all of a sudden, I'm very much like fucking in this now. Yeah, you're down. Yeah, now I I can't fucking I I gotta go. So you'll see on Travis's personal stuff, maybe even our web page. I don't know how he's gonna handle it because shit's gotten weird. But he's got like this whole <laughs> to do list from from his cousin to like try to build some steam. 
And it's, it's committed. He's going to be fucking <laughs> committed to this. So, you know, if it comes off and you're, you're flipping through your feed on Twitter or whatever, and all of a sudden, you know, you see livestock and produce, it's, it's all in an effort to be on this, to force his way onto this podcast. <laughs> And um, Brad Denny, Joe Healy, if you are listening to it, uh, I would love to be on your show. It would be great. I don't have a lot to offer. I mean, I didn't play for ASU. You don't need to. I I, I just huge fan of the show. Uh, you, you, like I said, this was the first podcast I'd ever subscribed to on iTunes. I you're on just, when life attacks. That's enough. My name's Travis McFalls. I have a show when life attacks. I'm a big fan of your show. Could we work right, something right, out? Right. I might have some story. You know, my grandfather did play for ASU. He was in Frank Cush's first recruiting class, which if you follow ASU, that's a thing. That's a, that's a thing we get excited about. You follow Notre Dame. You like national champions and stuff like that. I know. like big disappointments, right? Yeah. So do we. So public do we. Public big disappointments. Yeah. We yeah. do too. A little less public than your guys'. Uh, although when we do shit the bed, we do tend to do it in front of a lot of people. I've got two squads, okay? I like, so so I, I was born in Iowa. Right. And I grew up a Hawkeye fan. But the thing about the Hawkeyes and college sports in general, when you are rooting for a team that's mediocre most of the time and has moments of brilliance. I was typically a six and six, seven and five type team throughout the history. They've gotten, then they have their years where they're good. And then they kind of dip back down into mediocrity. They're similar to ASU. They have their top 25 years. Right. They're similar to ASU. And when and when they gain momentum, they're usually overrated. Right. Like Same with last us. year when they got just dismantled. Same with us. We came in ranked 15th last year, and we finished sub 500. So they wouldn't be on TV when I moved to Minnesota. I couldn't follow them. There wasn't any package you could buy. Right. And the whole time I was living in Iowa, you would always see Notre Dame was on TV. They were a national thing. Well, yeah, they have that deal with MB, which... I don't know. Now everyone's getting their own deals, so okay, the parody's yeah, kind of leveling out. Down. Yeah, that advantage is watered down, but at least yeah. you could follow it for free. Right, but when we were growing up, that was a huge advantage huge, for Notre Dame. gigantic. Even up to, the, I would say, 10 years ago. I'd go with that. It's still an advantage. I mean, you yeah. don't have to pay to watch. They're on NBC. Right. So we're about to get into a thing that college people get into about Notre Dame, because they're an easy school to hate. But that's how I started following they them. They are. It's, uh, there's only like two or three teams that I will root for Notre Dame to beat. Maybe, maybe. Well, there you have it. So you're feeling the hate here, and I feel it all the time. Huge Notre Dame fan, huge Hawkeye fan. Reason you pick up Notre Dame is, well, in college football, even with this new playoff system, you lose once, twice, have an injury, season's over. There's no shot at making the national championship. Unless you get some miracle Rudy-type shit happening. The dream is dead unless all of a sudden someone starts off the bench who is so remarkable, so amazing that people just want to push him to the precipice, which is unusual for sure at Iowa. (laughs) Right. And maybe can happen at Notre Dame because they are so heavily marketed of a team that people want to Well, they're recruiting, yeah. They typically recruit in the top. Easily the top 20 every year. Most years, uh, top 10, I would say. Yes. Yes. So I I understand the limited information that's out there uh, for an ASU fan. Even when you're even when you live in Arizona, it's you know, it's a local paper. It's if you really want to get into it, you really want to love the 10 games. You've got to find outlets for this content. Right. It's 12 games. Plus, hopefully we make the Pac-12 championship. So that would be 13 plus the bowl game. 
14. Well, then if you're in the playoffs, possibly 15, 16. My team doesn't have a conference. We do tend to play 11 to 12. Uh, you know, yeah. Iowa gets a Big Ten championship. Pac-12, we do. Yep. Yeah, it's a... Uh, anyway, but yeah, it's yeah, it's a chore you to have follow to, your Yeah, team. you have to follow your AZ Centrals. And then uh, one of the writers, the beat writer for AZ Central out there, Doug Haller, he just started his own podcast, too, the Pick 6 podcast with uh, Chet Mef- Metcalf, who used to be... Uh, basically, he was the beat writer for ASU for a while, and he's kind of hung around. They've got a nice little one, um, but it just started, and they've they've got some good info, but, I mean, the podcast, they cover, like... Speak of the Devils covers everything from, you know, game week to the previous game. They'll cover recruiting. I mean, they go in depth. And usually it's a lot of work. Their shows, yes. And their shows are usually anywhere from one to two and a half hours. Whereas the Pick Six podcast just came out, I would say that average is at about 30 minutes. So why don't you just ask them? All right. So that's apparently, that's okay. That, is that my homework for the week? I feel like it's right your homework in life, right? I right mean, just right or wrong here. Be polite. Hey, would you guys be open to having me on? Could I call in? Is there, you know, is there a way? I'm just a huge fan. Da, 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 da. Right? All right. All right. But, but maybe now you fucked that up. Well, you know, you know, you can, you can, I don't think the bridge has been burned here. All right. I, I think I can still, I think there's still like a plank I can walk. You took a nuclear missile to an ass kicking contest. <laughs> I didn't personally do it. It was clear. The message was clear last week. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, just because, yeah, I didn't pull the trigger, I kind of might have ordered the shots. I ordered the shots. Fired. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to switch things up a little bit. No. Just because, uh, you know, we, we follow an ongoing character on the show, a dear friend of ours, Obi-Wan. And he has a son whom we refer to as Future Man. Correct. And Future Man is a very... Uh, sweet kid. Oh yeah, impeccable manners. Very polite, warm. He, you know, if you're a friend of the family's, he's give you a hug, not shake your hand kind of kid. Yep, great kid. Yep, very first to hug you. Yep. And so then you tell me today that he's going to do what? He's meeting with who? He's meeting with the National Guard. <laughs> he's a senior in high school. Uh, he's not 18 yet, so I don't think that he can sign. I don't think that he can sign without parental consent, consent, right? Without consent. And I don't see Obi-Wan consenting. Do you? Yeah. You think Obi-Wan would consent? He lives totally polar to his mom and dad. And so he, everything that they would do, he would not do. His parents would not sign. So therefore, so Obi-Wan would. Okay. You want it? You want to do this? We've talked about it. Okay. You can do it. That being said, Future Man in Boot Camp is a startling idea to me. Yeah. I mean, I'm, he's soft. Um, Future Man is soft, dude. He's, he's, not, he's not the bully at school. Okay? No. no Personality-wise, he's soft. But, I mean, the kid's built. He works out. He's, it's getting tougher and tougher for me to take him down. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not what I, that's not what I mean. I mean, he's a, he's. You a, just don't think he could make it through boot camp. I think he, I think he's capable of doing. It isn't even whether he can physically do it or not. It's just so contrary to. I mean, is it just too much Call of Duty? He's like, fuck it, let's do this. It could be because um, yeah, even for me, his father Obi Wan talked me out of going into the military. 
I was going to go. Oh. I was gung-ho. I was going to go. I wanted Airborne. Uh, and it was when Should I was living gone? with him. Uh, in hindsight, no. Uh, we talked about this the episode we had my dad on. Just me and that kind of culture, oil and water. Yeah, but your dad was yeah. here. And, you know, but with but your dad me, not yeah, here? Yeah, no, no. no. Um, I think it would have been cool to get paid to jump out of airplanes and stuff like that. It would have been cool to learn how to assemble and fire rifles and throw grenades and stuff. But then when people start shooting back at me and... That wouldn't have been too fun. You don't think they would have broken you and then built you back up in their own? Well, and that was my thing, too. I didn't want to be broken down. They're good at it. Because I've already got an assigned, you know, I've got, I'm clearly me. And so I didn't want that to get broken down. And I would have fought it at every turn. So I would have been doing extra push-ups. I probably would have been scrubbing toilet bowls with toothbrushes a lot. And I kind of started thinking about that and seeing that, like, Oh, crap. I would be that guy. I would be Bill Murray in Stripes. I would constantly get put on the fucking shit duties and the shit details Yep. uh, just because of my personality. Future man will be compliant. He will do what he's told. I think so, yeah. He will take orders. He takes orders now. Whatever Obi-Wan says is gospel. Really? Yeah, they don't have a lot of friction. Like the friction Obi-Wan had with his parents... Compared to what... Oh, it's not even in the same oh, league. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it's funny. He's... Jesus Christ, man. My parents can leave me uh, five minutes alone. I'd, I'd have a girl over. Right. You know. You could leave... You can leave Future Man for a week, and, and there wouldn't be anything I wouldn't wrong. even worry about it. I'd no. be like, dude, he's not calling a fucking girl no, over. he's fine. Yeah, yeah. He wouldn't want the trouble. Just make sure he has electricity for his PlayStation. Make sure he has enough, like, fucking... Uh, Pizza rolls. Yeah, he doesn't. He never. He's. I've never seen him miss the bus. Yeah. You know, he's. I think he's got a perfect attendance record. Yeah. He's very. Yeah. He's very hardcore about that too. I was just surprised to hear that that was uh, the choice. But I mean, the way you're talking about it, it kind of makes sense. Maybe because his dad. Well, here's the thing, though, with Obi is Obi is so unregimented, but yet he is the most regimented person you will meet. Obi doesn't call in sick from work. Never. Obi sometimes shows up to work when he shouldn't. You know, like, dude, maybe you should have taken a knee on this play. <laughs> I mean, you partied too hard and should have maybe called in. Yeah, yeah. Just, just, just sit this one out. It's okay, man. You have a good attendance record. You can sit a play out. I would say uh, that Obi's one of the most regimented people. That even I've with met. his bad habits. Yes. Yeah, he's easily the most... So, but it's just their personality types. Like I don't think um, I don't think Future Man's going to be a partier. I don't know. It's hard to. Say. I mean, Obi wasn't a partier until he just tasted the good life. Okay. Know? Once you see that a uh, couple of beers and a bonfire brings a pretty girl that will pay attention to you in a certain way, right? And you start to figure out that there's a system to this. Like, if I do this, this, and this, this happens, and this is awesome. Right. I could see that becoming regiment. Okay. Future Man's a good-looking cat, just like his old man. This is true. Yeah. That he- makes for a pretty good combination. Put that into a uniform. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he could clean up. Yeah, they do like the uniform. Yeah, they love the uniform, I'm told. That, that same, yeah. Never been a uniform guy. but uh, Yeah, I never wore the uniform, so I couldn't tell you. Um, right. I mean, just the GIs I've been around, they did all right for themselves. <laughs> they did all right. <laughs> how these towns constantly supply enough girls, these military towns, for all the GIs. It's incredible. <laughs> I mean, you got to assume that some of them have more than one boyfriend. Possibly, yeah. 
I uh, waiting to see which one makes rank the highest. I attended. We were considering going together to the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, we kind of mused it a little bit, and I don't know how things fell, but I ended up going on the pet day. So what, your atten- what, your what participation is- was replaced with with Darby the Dana. Okay. Um, what is pet day at a Renaissance Fair? Let's start with that. Well, do you know what a Renaissance Fair is? It's like a medieval fair, essentially, yeah. right? It's medieval it's, themed, right? I, if I thought that, and now each day, each not, weekend has a different like medieval location theme. So oh. you might have Irish medieval, like Celtic, okay, or Claymore, right, or dramatic, even Asian. So okay, like uh, uh, so like it's samurai. not all just okay. And so then the the food booths are supposed to change with it, right? So they they'll offer little things that fit. I'd this be weekend. curious to see the Asian ones. So we go to the the weekend that's for pets. Now every weekend you can bring your pet to the Renaissance Fair, but they have one that's like this is our pet weekend, where like you're encouraged to bring your dog or something. Right, we're trying to socialize our dog. Yeah, you. Uh, she just graduated. She did. I was going to post a picture. But do, do you feel like like she kind of got the. Every child she can, uh, what was that, that law? Every child should pass kind of law. Oh, <laughs> because after last week's show, something happened with that dog. She's, what did she do to the show? She ate it. She, she ate, ate the, the show, fucking show. And we barely got it on. Yeah. Uh, little bastard. And you know, the memory sticks just, I mean, I, was, I took a photo on Instagram it's and shared in your palm. it. It's just tiny. Yeah. Little bastard didn't take her but a second to start. Oh, one chomp. Ah, she was one tooth mark away from no show. Yeah, she, well, yeah, everybody passes kindergarten. You should know that. Everybody, every puppy. (laughs) No child left behind. That's what it was. No child left behind. Yes, you're right. Everyone passes. So that's why we've been trying to like work with her. And there's this whole submission process to taking your dog. You have to have all of their tags and all their records and you have to have pictures of it and you have to bring in. You know, that it's been registered with your city and your rabies tag and all this shit, right, to check. And then you have to pay extra to bring the dog in. Right. And so Dahl and I, we decide this is what we're going to do. So we we bring the DNF, you know, and it's got to be six months. Well, the DNF is technically five. So we lied. We lied to get the... And then we had to remember... It's like your dad when you were like six years old lying at mini golf, like... You're five years old today. Right. I'm not paying full price. (laughs) Right. I was going... Or she wouldn't. They, she wasn't supposed to be able to attend if you didn't lie. And Doll is a horrible liar. Like she just can't Same lie. Here. I'm a pretty terrible liar. Any any little even white lie, and she just she's red and she's nervous. And I hope no one asks me directly, or I'll just blurt out the truth. And it's just, okay, see, I can do your five today because yeah. I had to play along so often as a kid. I think I was still playing five when I was like eight. She breaks out in hives. Okay. Wow. That's yeah. that's really bad. Yeah, she's just. Uh, I mean, I, I'm I'm bad. I'm a bad liar, but even I can get away with that one. I am not a bad liar. <laughs> I could see this. I am not a bad liar. I could see you. If I need to pull some shit <laughs> to save. It's gonna happen. Save that two bucks, damn it! Uh, I got I got some kung fu going on here. I mean, <laughs> if we got a war of words, let's let's do this. Because ultimately, if you do it in under one circumstance that I have to bullshit my way into, you should do it in every circumstance. Like, if you'll do it for the, oh, well, I, you know, you can't get back in here. Well, I came, my, my kid got sick, and I had to, oh, well, then you can come back in. Fuck that. 
Right. I had to like lie and create the circumstance to gain re-entry. And, yeah. And then yeah. It was, Fuck you. So I, I Actually, can justify lying. Obi did that at the um, Vi- the new stadium, the new Viking stadium. He went with his old man. Did you did you hear about this? I did not. Please. please oh explore that. man. So you know they're heavy smokers. Mm-hmm. And love smoking. And the uh, cigarette tax is pretty much it was, what was it? cigarette and alcohol taxes got like super increased in this state to build it to build it yeah so he goes out and he's smoking and what is it what's the law here 20 feet from the door i don't i I I think it's i quit before that was somewhere like 10 20 feet from the door you have to be but they just have no smoking at all and no re-entry right so you know him just what are you talking about no re-entry i uh i paid for this this is my stadium I'll bet it was a big deal to him. <laughs> he fucking, yeah, he fought it. I'm not going to tell the whole story because apparently, you know, damn it, Travis, you didn't tell it right. So, <laughs> you left out key facts. You left out all of these facts. So essentially what happened, though, is, yeah, he just would do, um, the guy would be talking to him like, all right, come on, just come inside, come inside. And he would just go, okay, yeah, hold on. <laughs> Let me just uh, <laughs> think about <laughs> this Real quick here. <laughs> Next thing you know, his entire cigarette's like down to nothing. So he's like, all right, I'm good. I'm good. All right. I'll come back inside. He can hotbox one of those bitches fast. Yes. And so and he did this like two or three times with his old man. After the first time, you think that some of us, some of us, game? some of us would be, <laughs> I don't know. That's a lot of fucking effort to leave your seat, make your way outside, burn one. Well, you know, he's not, he's not Mr. Sports, period. Unless it's like leisure sports. Right. He's a leisure sport champion. Yes. So, but he, uh, apparently, yeah, they, they, it was so much of a rush for them. They were just like, should we, uh, should we do it again? All right, let's do it. Father, son, we're in. And he probably, that that was father, son bonding time. And his, his old man, uh, always was complete, complicit in the wishes of his ex-wife. So I believe that Obi-Wan's dad is far more like Obi-Wan. He's more the rebel, break, break the rules, womanize, party kind of dude. Right. And he was always forced to reinforce all of these, you know, civility laws of the house with Obi-Wan. And now that Obi's older and dad's, you know, divorced and right. they're, they're out, painting the town. They're, they're out there tomcatting. Right. Partners yeah. in crime. Yep. Yeah. And that's the way, very much the way he... T- just, it was, uh, it was a great father-son bonding, going out and breaking the law. Well, we... Uh, so you got in with Pup. We, we were in this long line to get in, and so when you're in line, in the pet line, you're in line with other people with pets. Okay. And it's kind of strange. People come up, can I pet your dog? And, and you know, you're like, yeah, sure. Pet, you know, pet the dog. And all of a sudden they get down on one knee and they're hugging the dog and they're kissing the dog and the what? dog's licking them. They just go and kiss your fucking dog. Oh, they just get way in there. I'm, you That's know, like I'm thinking like a pat on the head. Oh no. Oh no. Talking. Woo, 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 holding the ears and like you're fucking kidding eye me. contact. And you're looking around while you, you know, you're just on the other end of the leash here. Yeah. While this person's, well, I'd be thinking, invested. too, like, hey, man, this dog's still young. What if she snaps on you? No, she was loving it. 
hugging oh, back. Okay. I was kind of a flues, really. The Danif was floozing her way through right. the Renaissance. It's not the way she treated me. And so then there was all these awkward convo. So they'd ask me about the dog, how old's the dog, what's her name, and in some cases they'd have their dog, who right. I paid no interest in. Right. And then I felt like, well, I had to say, oh, how old's your dog? Oh, it's so cute. Da, 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 da. Yeah, yeah. You know? This, oh. is the, this is the way we have a conversation. <laughs> Call in response. <laughs> what breed is this? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But it's so forced. And I, that's where my lying is bad. Right. It's when I really don't have Did you slip? Interest. Did you say five months when someone asked the age? No. You were good. No. You kept, you kept yeah. it up? I kept it up. I kept cool it up. Cool and steady. While we were in line, a random came up, asked us how old our dog was, and we said six months, and the person out of nowhere said, oh, I would have said five. And we were like, the jig's up. We're busted. <laughs> they got they us. They can run, tell. Run. Flee the Renaissance Fair. Yeah, it was in Doll, of course. Just she, I think she left line for a little bit. It was, it was. <laughs> she it was, had to. She had to get away. Yeah, it was a shit show. But it, the, the Renaissance is basically a cash grab. All right, and All then right. you have you have the people that are dressed up, working the booths, and they're trying to sell you a eleven dollar turkey leg. Okay, you know, did they have mutton there? They had mead. Mead? Yeah, okay. Had mead. I've had mead before, but yeah, I would picture, like, I would want to see mead at one of those things. I think that you would expect to see mead at one of those things. Oh, okay. Mutton. Mutton so, would be, like I said. Mead and a turkey leg was about as deep as they went into cuisine of that time. All right. There were cheese curds, footlong corn dogs, regular corn dogs, hot dogs, burgers, Asian food that oh. was like right out of an Asian kitchen. It was no different than a state fair yeah. with people dressed up in, in Renaissance clothes. And probably doing just terrible impersonations of the era. $50 pottery, you know, a mug, a pottery mug for 50 bucks. Oh. Um, three $400 swords that are... Of marginal quality that probably would break if you went up against a real swordsman. Oh, absolutely! Leather clothes, clothes that you could buy to wear around the Renaissance. So then you start, you know, you start keying in. Yeah, you notice there's a lot more people dressed up than just the actors and service providers. And you start thinking, how much did they pay? That came to mind. Also came to mind. Why do you have these clothes readily available? Why have you dressed up for the Renaissance fair? Then they start speaking in turn, like, you know, carrying the, the accents, yeah, yeah, like, which I'm not going to do. Yeah. I, I, Travis I was about to is say. gearing up to do, <laughs> to eliminate our UK followers. <laughs> it's, it's the I'm weirdest. I'm sorry, guys, but it's just when I see, like, guys, like Americans, just, oh, have ye old ale. And you're just like, okay, motherfucker, I, I, know, I know that you work at Kinko's, Okay. At least put a little extra time into your. If if this is your hobby, put some more time into your hobby. Get good at it. Don't yeah. don't call it in. Don't phone it in. The larpers are there in full, like hanging out in little gangs. And then there's periods where like you have a pirate place, and you have the knights they, place, they and you have old maids, and people have taken on certain demographics within the community. People oh, come okay. up and yell at you. Yell insults at you, want you to buy their beer, ask you why you're oh, not drinking beer. What are they like? The town? What do they call those ones? The town? No, not the town crier. He's the guy that's like, "Hear ye, hear ye." Yeah, I, I didn't. This is what's going on with the world. I'm the wrong personality for that. Yeah. My immediate impulse when someone's yelling at me is to yell back, <laughs> and I'm not nice. <laughs> it's just it's a reaction. I, I don't like to be. Yeah. 
deliberately embarrassed. I'm just standing here with my dog. I can barely hold all of the shit in my hands. Right. Politely fuck clearly, off. Clearly, clearly I'm dressed out of quote unquote era. I'm just here to take in an experience. All right. You yell at someone, yell at the guy that bought the costume and is in character with you. Right. Get into character with those people. My body language is clearly saying, fuck you. I just like when I imagine one of these Renaissance fairs, because like I don't I, I imagine it as just sort of silly and cartoonish version of what things were really like back then. And, uh, and obviously like, kind of Disney worldy. Yeah. Very Disney worldy. Buy our $50 mugs. Yep. And Disney so, world is a perfect example. That is exactly what you get when you go to the Renaissance. It's fair. just like medieval Disney world. Yes. With bad actors. Basically storefronts and costumes with all the regular shit you just find at the Did fair. they have like any jousting, any night sparring? Okay. So they do, right? They have, the jousting, but it's more LARPing. You weren't watching it where they're like blowing shit up. You know, nobody's flying off a horse. Okay. There's no there's no risk of any real injury here. Right. Were they wearing real period armor or? They have two guys that do this and they do it like maybe once or twice during the day. All right. Because it's not clearly expensive to do and uncomfortable to do. Do you think that they uh, take turns like, okay, I win this one, you win that one and that way. And then they have like a. It appeared pretty heavily choreographed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... And so they didn't have any mock sword fights or anything like that? I'm looking for death. Yeah. Okay. I'm looking for realism. Yeah. I'm looking for... I want want something that's visually stimulating. And what they've done is it's family friendly. And so I know when I go into that environment, it's family friendly. Lots of little kids, everybody running everywhere. And if you're a parent, you're so... Uh, uh, there's such a, uh, you're feeling firmed to children. You know, you're just stuck with children. It's, ch- it's school, it's daycare, it's making meals, it's looking after them. You know, right. Whole then, life then it becomes child. like football practice or band practice. Or- it's all baby and kids. Exactly. Yeah. So when they get to a place like this where they can have a little bit of adult time, yeah. a free pass to parents. Let them run around. Be right. free. If you get a- That's good to see, though, still this day and age. Like, People can still let their kids run free and be kids. Yes, there's a little. There that's is good that. to see. That that is good. That's the one nice thing, I guess. Then and that we can take from this place. They, all of the exits are manned, and so kids aren't going to just go running out of the Renaissance and fair. And they've got some security cameras. So if you try to, to back leave in our with day, kid, back in our day, we used to run out of the Renaissance fair and do naughty, naughty things, and kids shouldn't be doing. I'm sure there's some of that. Of course, it wasn't a renaissance fair, but it was something like a baseball game or something you'd go with with your parents. My parents weren't big renaissance people, believe it or not. Mine either. Having met my dad, I don't know if that comes across as out of left field to you, but yeah. Yeah, he'd rather be drugged behind the car there and would hopefully die before he was forced to enter. (laughs) Yeah, he hates it. The traffic, the inconvenience. But Dahl and I went, took the Danif, and the, the... the whole mood there with the animals, I thought I would see dogs lifting their legs, aggressiveness between dogs, you know, piles I'd have to avoid everywhere. The Danif didn't go to the bathroom one time, not one or two. Hmm. I didn't see any other dogs in this huge assortment of pets, marking, spotting, nobody bending over, picking piles up. Like there were just so many dogs. The behavior was way off. <laughs> like all these it dogs were like... What the fuck's going on? We never congregate in these kind of numbers. Yes. Who's going to step up and be the leader? And then when our dog would venture off to say hi to another dog, the two people holding the leashes, we don't converse at all. 
The right. dogs mingle, and we act like nothing's happening, and then we move on. Yeah. The social thing going on there, very weird. Okay. And if that didn't happen, then you get the person who was way too, like I was describing, where they're like literally making out with your dog. Right. So when I got home, I had to, of course, give the dog a whole shower and wash it down because it had been <laughs> defiled by so many people. <laughs> Which one would you prefer? Which experience would you prefer? The um, dog makeout artist or just the no contact people? I'm thinking I know which way you're leaning with this, but. I don't know. I really don't know. Because some of the people were really cool and uh, I kind of wanted to see some of their, but I wasn't making out with their dog. You know, I think right. I maybe pet five dogs right. out of the 200 that met But mine. maybe you just wanted to be like, hey, cool dog. Where'd you get it from? You know what I mean? What? I don't know what kind of question. Do- I, I'm not a, I'm not an animal person in general. I mean, I've got a pet cow on my house, but it's about it. I think Dahl liked it a lot. Dahl liked conversing back and forth. And, you know, we don't have kids. And so our pets are kind of more central in our family. So interacting with other pet people was kind of cool. Right. The great thing about a pet is you don't live your pet life. Right. You know, when you want to go out and do something adult, the pet can go in its kennel and you can go out and do your thing and you can come home and you can kind of choose how you interact with your pet. Right. With your kid, there's call a sitter, do this and that. It's a lot easier with a pet. Okay. But she seemed to like it a lot more. And at one point, the Dana had gotten to the where she wanted to like lay. So there's no paved anything mm-hmm. at the Renaissance. It's all dirt paths and well, as and shit. Probably shouldn't be any right pavement. They try to make it all period like. Yeah. And so period specific, I should say. So I, I went, I, the dog was trying to lay down. So I picked the dog up. This was a mistake. <laughs> this immediate drew, this drew tons of attention. All of a sudden people are coming out of the woodwork. Oh, look how nice your dog lays. She's so cute. Now we're inundated. There's like, like, like raising Simba to the people. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy how the dog people were. I don't, I don't know how I would have felt about it. And I was hoping because we brought my brother too. My right. Bro- my brother, uh, military man. Military man, okay. Uh, and uh, he's, you know, military man's special needs. Mm-hmm. And so he is drawn to things that are decidedly powerful so <laughs> weapons yeah. swords knives anything like that anything that's gonna hurt someone else basically yes. anything that would make him feel empowered a two by four <laughs> and so he is we we can't walk by anything that sells one of these things without him going in handling everything talking talking to, to the guys talk 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 i felt yeah. bad for those poor bastards and it sort of it sort of made me reflect on uh how he might interact with Night Squire. <laughs> do you think Night Squire would even go to a Renaissance fair? Do they have those in, do they have Renaissance fairs in Europe? I don't know. That'd be a good question for him. Um, from what I can get by his videos, they have HEMA clubs. Because wouldn't it just be a fair? Everybody in accent? Everybody, you know? I was about to say, wouldn't it just be kind of like when we have, uh, what is it, like the Civil War um, reconstructive battles? We don't have fairs for that, do we? <laughs> so <laughs> no, <fucked up>. no. <laughs> like, I could just see them just kind of doing it like that way, the way that we have our, like, uh, Civil War reconstructive, like, Battle of Gettysburg or something. Like, who's like, just, just normal, you know, like, oh, people shit. just showing up. I don't think it's like that at all. <laughs> I mean, I don't either. <laughs> but they actually have, like, the real castles you can go to and check it out. And they'll put on shows in these real fucking castles. I think he had a video where they did that. Okay. And it was pretty good. And, uh, yeah, he went into the castle, geeked out, and 
But I don't, I don't know. I think in his latest videos, didn't, oh, didn't he mention You know, it? we have some new listeners. You should catch people up who's Night Squire, why we're talking about him. So Night Squire is a YouTuber, and he's quickly probably become my favorite YouTuber. Just, I love his content. You're a Game of Thrones fan. I'm a Game of Thrones fan. He put a viral video up uh, breaking down a certain fight, sword fight. The best sword fighters in, I believe it was Westeros. I don't think he did like the entire, yeah. And so we brought him up because it was popular at the time. We were kind of talking about shit we were into. Right. And all of a sudden he reached out to us and we were kind of communicating back and forth. Right. And in that time you've kept up with him. Yes. Okay. So... Um, what did he say in his latest video? He started a I, I club. Think, first yeah, of he all. started a HEMA club, and which means uh, historical historical European martial arts. Yeah, something you should never ever say again. And he's trying <laughs> to promote people to start their own sword clubs, right? Because apparently he kind of lives like out in a suburb, <laughs> middle of an, like we do. So he's not like in the city. So he's trying to get people to come out and to do this. I think it's cool to watch him start this little club because it's it's funny as shit and i I think it's cool because i I think we can parallel with it you know we're starting our own podcast i mean we're talking about making our own t-shirts we've been talking about it for a while he's been making his own you know he just started making his own t-shirts for his hema club and he did say he's like i think in america you guys have wait how did he pronounce it though renaissance was it Renaissance fairs? Oh, that's that's right. In his last video, he I, see I can't understand him most of the time. He's heavy. I'm, I'm, I'm still I'm still trying to figure out his name. Okay, you Was know he referencing you know, a Renaissance festival. Yeah, see, yeah, I didn't yeah, even yeah, catch said, that. Yeah, Renaissance. All right. So maybe we're fucking up. Maybe we're saying it wrong. So you went to the Puppy Renaissance Festival, apparently. Okay, judging from his poor or maybe accurate. Well, he is from England, so we speak English. So yeah, they always pull it's, that shit, but they've yeah. they've queered it quite a bit. Yeah, it's I, like I said, I still he said his name, and people have said his name several times in his videos. I can't figure it out. I even tried cheating and putting on the closed captioning, and even the closed captioning is like question mark, question mark, question mark. Yeah, he said that he was tagging his videos with sword fighting in the town that he was from, so that viewers in his town could like. Could meet could, up yeah, for a congregate. It sounds like a good idea. But, you know, we could fit the number of people that do that search at this table. Right. And then the number of those people are going to join a class. I really feel like he's overly optimistic. What do you, how so? How many people in Burnsville do you think are into sword fighting? Or Egan? Or, if, I mean, one yeah. per city, maybe? Yeah, if we, if we did it, yeah. I don't think it would take a lot. How big is the LARPing club in the area, for instance? Yeah, I, don't, I couldn't tell you. Is there a LARPing club? There is. I ran into one at a park one time. Scared the shit out of me. <laughs> it's like, what are they? They're faking it. And there's like, they're, they're faking like the damage done to them. And like, they're really acting it out. Just, were they like, the like, like, if, like the guy got his arm chopped off. He was just, dude. Whoa! Yes. Yes. The struggle was fucking real for these people. All dressed up in costumes and shit. And then. Good for them though. But they're in a baseball field. Yeah, good for them. You There's know, no, for them, that's the closest they'll ever come to a baseball field, some of them. I'm not shitting on the hobby at all. Not at all. You guys dig it? Awesome. Does not at all diminish, though, the pure, I don't even know what to call it. It was it, it was a discomfort. Was it curiosity? Something in me saw this and just said, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I'm going to park with the dog. What's going on? Right. You, don't, you don't know right away they're LARPing. <laughs> it probably would take you a sec for it to just kind of 
sink in and register. Because the costumes aren't great. Right. So right. you weren't like, they're oh, just well, there's pulling, a knight. They're probably pulling some things out from like mom's wardrobe and... Yeah, that's yeah. Kinda, it's kind of yeah. left-handed, if you will. Yeah, like, okay, well... The axe know. looked real, the, though. And I was yeah. like, that dude's swinging an axe at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it takes a second for you to be like, oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. I, you better really trust uh, trust Nathan there wielding that axe if you're going to get in front of it. And then they get into fights, right? They're like... Yeah. they. Well, that's the whole point of it, man. Well, you, go, you do battle. But after the battle, there's a whole debate. Over like who won and over your form. And, you know, I did hit your leg and you did not react the way you should have. And so then there's a a whole group that is involved in determining who actually would have prevailed. And there's like, there's like a summit or committee, if you will. Yeah. There's like a council of elders. Yeah. I watched. Okay. I watched a little bit because it was weird. Yeah. I love weird shit. It was weird. Yeah. Is that is that what I mean? He's swinging this guy. This guy swinging real swords. No, he would. If one of those larpers came at it, there would be no question of bang bang. I got you first. This guy would fucking take him down. <laughs> you need so, you need insurance for that, right? You can't just swing fucking swords around. Yeah, he was talking about that on one of them. How you? Yeah. Uh, so that to me that drew parallels of when um, I play hockey. Got to have hockey insurance. And that's like a hundred, what is it? It's like 60 to a hundred bucks a year and strictly liability, right? Strictly. Yeah. And I've only seen one guy actually get them to pay out when he got injured. So it's like, it's like dressed. It's yeah. He blew out his coverage. Yeah. He blew out his ACL. I always want to call it the ACLU. He blew out his ACLU in his knee. (laughs) (laughs) In this instance, he may have. (laughs) That's how he got the coverage. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so uh, he blew out his ACL, and I mean, he fought him, and he fought him, and he fought him, and finally he got him to cover all of it. I'm insurance agent guy, guy, and you say, uh, yeah, we had an accident. We were using real swords, and he fucking got hurt. I'd just be on the phone like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd like to file a claim. No. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what their coverage is. That would be another great question. That is for the them. hippest fucking insurance company. Yeah. Whoever's into that, because like you got to think. I mean, someone's gonna get hurt. No, for sure, someone's gonna get hurt. The fact that they're learning to do this and that they aren't already pros means there's going to be mistakes, right? So it's it's someone's gonna get hurt. And better men with more experience have hurt themselves wielding a sword on their own. I would think if a guy is an expert, he's not going to fuck himself up. You would like to think that. I would like to think that. I would like to think that he'd already fucked himself up on his way to getting to that expert level. I'm really good at walking, and I trip probably once a month. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but do you work, are made. Yeah, but do you work on your form every day? Do you? I feel like I am, yeah. I feel like <laughs> I am. Head up, chest out, you know? <laughs> Avoid the, the, the obstacles. It only takes once. If you swing a sword 3,000 times and you're 99.99%, it's that extra cent. That's someone's ear. Yeah. I mean, the error, the margin of error, even if you're wearing protective equipment. Yeah. This dude wants hits. I mean, he films I, these, these little beginner classes. Because <laughs> when someone's ear comes off or the fucking <laughs> oh, shit. Gets yeah. <laughs> like that's. I think they're going to be wearing masks that. and stuff. But like I said, even playing hockey, um, 
I mean, there is a reason why people will play in an upper level hockey league versus a lower level one, which like I play in the lower level ones because I'm 34 now. I, I just I can't run and gun with those guys that played high school hockey anymore. Because I don't know if you know, I went to high school in Italy. We didn't have high school hockey in Italy. So, uh, and these guys that come from Minnesota, the fucking hockey state, and played hockey, um, they're good. And they'll, they'll not want to play in a C-League, A, just because of the competition. But the main reason they'll tell you they won't play in like a C-League that I play in is because the chance of getting hurt is so much higher because some of these C-leaguers haven't really hardly played before, so they don't know what the fuck they're doing. They're out there ripping slap shot, trying to rip a slap shot three feet in front of a fucking goalie, following through above their head, just not playing the game the way... It sounds refined, sure. So there's a greater <laughs> chance of error. Yeah, huge chance of error. Even I, I got to the point I was playing without my face cage, and we had this game, yeah. These guys are just teeing off, just teeing off every time they got... No, no finesse whatsoever. Not trying to maybe sneak a wrister past the goalie. Just trying to basically hit the puck as hard as they fucking could because they're just learning that they can hit a puck fucking hard. And I, I remember thinking, holy shit, holy shit, next game I need to put my fucking face cage back on. This is insane. And so... How do you have such strong feelings about and then, rec league hockey? So then, we start talking about Knight Squire with real fucking swords, so and you're then, like, oh, so, there's not going to be any air. So, um, well, so what I'm thinking is, yeah, yeah, well, they're still in that amateur, <laughs> but as they get up, the chance of error So is if they reduced. survive, right? Right, right. If you survive, then the chance of error has to be a lot lower. But keep in mind, I mean, we still have injuries all the time in pro hockey. Yes. So... You and I are in beginner... Germatic sword school, and I accidentally catch your, your thigh with a real sword, pad or not. How many times are you coming back to class? Are you sparring with Jim again? Or are you like, that guy's fucking retired? I might not spar with Jim. I might not spar with right. Jim. I might tell Jim he needs to get a little more work in on his pel. Right. <laughs> before I spar with Jim again. And then the people that and don't walk away. And it just depends away? on how like, hardcore you are about it. <laughs> I mean, if, you're, if this is something you're into, you're going to come back. You've kind of wanted to participate with this this guy too. You're kind of interested in doing something creative with this cat. Are you going to get another petition going? Or are you just going to maybe just say, "Hey, I'm Travis." I think we, we wrapped a little bit. Yeah, I think when it comes to this guy, yes, I, I'll just say, "Hey, I'm interested." I would, like I said, we'd love to have you on the show, or just I would love to do some sort of segment with you. He does this great segment called Ninja Eugene. I would love to be on Ninja Eugene. Um, I don't know how I would fit in to Ninja Eugene as a you know part of the segment, but it would be cool to we do. We could probably simultaneously Skype you. If, I mean, any of the things that you really want to yeah. do, I'll help you, you do. And you could do it. It can it can be done with technology these days, right? So not necessarily need a petition. Yeah. I wonder what Knight Squire would have thought of the. Uh, I feel like I have to say Renaissance Fair now. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> I think he would have thought it was really weird we all brought our pets. I think you'd have found it even more interesting how non-accurate and period-specific it is. It's just like a free-for-all for, free for cosplay of that period. Right. Which was weird because, you know, you all, Let me ask you, did you see any elves or pixies? I did. They actually have a fairy village. They have a fairy village. And the fairies are, you know, people that are into this type of cosplay, uh-huh. they, from what I saw, aren't the beautiful people within society. <laughs> They're the geeks. They're the geeks. Yeah. Yeah. They're the usses. 
So the three four the usses. The three to four hundred pound fairy in her bikini walking the fair. A little rough. It was common sight. Okay. Now, hey, more power to you. Let your freak, the, yeah. r- r- let your freak flag fa- fly or you know whatever the the alliteration is the on banter that. is for that. It, the uh, but yeah, I mean, I have no problem. I just I don't know. For me though, like I, like I said, I want people. I want the world. You know, like I said with the World War One movie, I want the accuracy. So even what, if I'm just going to something like this, and I'm no by no means an expert, but. I, I'd like to think that I have a nose for like if something's a little fucking phony, just a tad, you know, off. Yeah, I might not know the exact or you know, like, oh, well, this is supposed to take place in 1349 AD. uh, Yeah, what are we, AD? You want it to be accurate? And like, like, I wouldn't be able to tell you like, oh, clearly that was from 1249 AD. But I mean, at least make the effort to make it I don't know. I can't lie to the audience, man. I fucking, I don't like it. I don't like it. I, I feel like you are out there to be seen. So you weighing in at three, four bills want to come out and wear a bikini and walk around when there's families and kids and you've decided to let yourself go to that level and then advertise it as a fuck you to the rest of us. Right. I'm not into it. I mean, I guess... You know, half of me wants to say, yeah, that's what we have our Burning Mans for. Like, go to fucking Burning Man if you want to do something like that. But not everyone can afford to go to Burning Man. You know, they can only afford to you go to just take local a local renaissance you, know, you just wouldn't take a walk like that. Well, no. But that's why they, I guess, have these. Is people like that can maybe feel safe. It's their safe place. See, I, I'm, you're about to roll me down that road where I should be a lot more sensitive. But I'm fucking not. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't look great with my shirt off, so you don't see me humping down the street with my shirt off. On a hot enough day, you'll see me doing it. I no. won't feel proud about it. There's just a way you carry that through. Like, let's just say you wanted to be in cosplay and you wanted to do something creative. That kind of effort wasn't even put in here. It was just like, blah, check me out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. Uh, going to take your baby dog. Yeah. yeah. And then, like, the way she, the feedback she gave other people, because I, I, I guess I'm speaking of, Maybe ten people that I saw. There oh, okay. were there were people that were not in shape that were dressed up. Maybe even were too revealing. But you could see there was a dignity in it. Right. This wasn't and like there that. was an effort being made. Yeah. The- exactly. This was not that. And that's all I'm asking for is the effort. Right. We the, the people that I'm identifying here weren't your freak flag fly people. These right. were the. You know what? I'm going to do and be who I'm going to be the way I want to be it, whether it's intrusive or not. And fuck you. Right. I didn't dig that. And it's even more pronounced in that environment because they've already been sort of stepped on through life. So by the time we've gotten to the Renaissance occasion, they're, <laughs> they're, they're very much already pissed off by the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know, man. I just... Wow. That part of it, you should just be prepared for. So when you go to this thing, there's a, there's a certain cut of people. There's a certain... There's a cer- just like anything. You're not painting a picture that makes me want to go. Just like all things. But I probably will because I have the fucking inquisitive mind, and now I kind of got to know. It, it, was, it was fun. My wife and I had a good time. It's a three-hour event. It's probably about six miles of walking. That's fine. I, I, I need to walk. You don't want to buy much there. It's definitely a cash grab. So what are we talking, like sneaking bottles of water in here to keep hydration? Uh, uh, fountain pop is... I don't know, three bucks. How much is it for like water? 
beer six, water's two fifty. Okay. They wouldn't let you sneak anything in, they search you. And they search you. Yeah, from that standpoint it was secure. I also would they would try to like somewhat censor things that they didn't think they were appropriate because obviously there's families there and we don't need nipple in front of Tommy and a family deal, which is some of these people I'm talking about. And so you would be sort of censored at the door, but there wasn't as much inside. So all of a sudden you get to a certain part and people were totally reconfiguring how they were. And then all of a sudden it was exhibition time. Okay. Which is awkward. You know, I'm walking in shorts with the dog and all of a sudden I have this 19 year old girl wearing nothing, petting the dog and all over the dog. And I'm standing there, you know, with the missus and there's people behind her seeing the show that's going on. Cause now it's a show. Right. It's weird. It's weird. It's it's weird enough that you have to shower the dog after you. <laughs> it was oh, weird. Man. Weird deal. So I don't want to take the show down a sad road, but my family was informed last night that we had a dear friend. You won't believe this. I don't want to say his name or get into who he is because we both have the same friends and family that listen to this. But uh, he's a young dude. He's your age. Yeah. And he calls my sister last night in the middle of, we were watching, uh, we're just starting the Viking game. We're watching on Sunday Night Football. Mm-hmm. It and sounded like an intense game. My roommates were really into it. It, it was. Uh, and about midway through the first quarter, all of a sudden my sister starts freaking out. She's crying out of nowhere. My sister's not a crier. Uh, and she's the one that just had the baby? Yeah, so I thought something so happened. Like, yeah, or postpartum, postpartum depression or something. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Husband jumps up. He's in the kitchen. What's wrong, babe? Da, da, da. Yeah. I'm no, you know, now everybody's paying. Nobody's saying anything to me. I'm like, but well, what's going on? Yeah. She said, well, so-and-so just called. I was like, yeah. And? She said he's got stage four liver cancer. I said, what? Who? Who, who has stage four liver cancer? She tells me again. And I'm like, no, that, that's not. He's a young guy. Yeah. He hasn't been sick with anything. We haven't had any, there was no warning. Basically, stage four is very, very difficult to treat because it's starting to spread to like nymphalo, uh, outer lying tissue, right. lymph nodes, other right. organs. I'm no doctor, right, but Higher it's the number, bad. worse it is. Yeah. And so he's going to find out this coming week what they're suggesting for treatment. But came to mind because, uh, you know, small community in our little podcast, and some of you know who this person is and some of you don't. Man, if you could reach out, if you can say anything, you can provide any any warmth at all, I am sure he is scared shitless. And uh, for uh, those of you who aren't touched by it, you got a good friend you should talk to, somebody you should hug, somebody you should say hi to. The life goes on, and it can go fucking crooked on you fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll just say personally, um, you know, we're behind you, man. Yeah, tough deal, you. brother. I, I hope you get better. For the rest of you guys, uh, we've uh, gone over our time this week. We got to <laughs> yeah. get out of here. Yeah, we've been yapping a little too much lately. Yep, we get we get talking. We just fucking go and go and go, like I'm doing right now. I was Travis McFalls, and I was James Hamilton. We'll uh, see you guys next week. See ya. Thanks for listening. Why don't you follow us on Twitter at When Life Attacks or Facebook When Life Attacks Podcast, or you can look directly at our blog, which is WhenLifeAttacksPodcast.com where you can view our complete list of social media. If you prefer to keep it simple, you can just email us at whenlifeattacks at gmail.com. Oh, you English are so superior, aren't you? 
Well, would you like to know where you'd be without us, the old U.S. of A, to protect you? I'll tell you. The smallest fucking province in the Russian Empire. That's what. So don't call me stupid, lady. Just thank me. Well, thank you for popping in and protecting us. If it wasn't for us, you'd all be speaking German. Speaking Deutschland, Deutschland, Uber.